Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everybody, it's Kim Holderness, and it's oh, it's also Penn Holderness, and welcome. <laughs> we, we sounded well, so happy. Welcome, <laughs> to, welcome. I'm standing with no. Welcome to the 2024 debut, debut of the holder of season seven of the Holderness Family Podcast. This is our seventh season doing this. Are you surprised? I am. Yeah. Right. Like, did we think we were going to do this for seven years? No, but it's my favorite, and we took two weeks off. To, you know, unwind your lax. Yeah. And uh, we missed you guys. So I hope that everyone had a nice break, a nice holiday. And I wish I could say I was like super refreshed, but we had sort of an action packed holiday season with lots of friends and family, which is its own joy. It's certainly brought a lot of joy, but I need, I need to rest a little bit. There needs, to, yeah, I think we need to figure out how to combine fun and activities and spontaneity with sleep. <laughs> with sleep. That being said, Happy New Year. And we wanted to talk today about, you know, a different take on resolutions and what we're inviting more of into this year. This all got sparked. I get a little panicky, typically the first week or two of January. And I wasn't always this way. I don't know what the difference is. I used to get really pumped and set a thousand resolutions. I probably have a podcast way back in the back of the past seven seasons talking about how excited I was for a new year. But the past few years, it's been so strange. I just, if the year before was particularly great for whatever reason, it's almost like I walk into the new year and I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting. I'm like, well, if last year was good for our family. It can't be, it can't be good this year. And if, and, and conversely, if the year before was awful, like those pandemic years, I'm sort of tiptoeing into the new year, wondering what fresh hell our family will have to (laughs) endure, you know? And and it's interesting because New Year's day is just a day, right? right? It, It could be like any other day, but I think what happens maybe with you over the past few years, and I'll tell you a story in a second about how it happened to me this year, is is it's Christmas, right? It's all these like end of the year parties. It's this sort of celebration of the of the end of the year and everyone's like, woohoo, we did it. It's awesome. And then just that flip over that we don't have to do to ourselves, mm-hmm. but we do. Mm-hmm. We do it every year. And 
I got to tell you, like I had, uh, I had a panic moment this year mm. on January 1st. I, I mean, I don't think I told you this entire story, but we were like, we were getting on a, on a, in a car to get to like our transport to go home. Mm-hmm. And I, all of a sudden I felt nauseous. I like went in the bathroom and I pooped <laughs> and, then, and then I pooped again. And I thought it was food poisoning. Yeah. I really did. Like it had all the signs of food poisoning and I was like shaking and nervous because I thought I'd gotten food poisoning. And it turned out, I think I was, I had had, I had had more than I normally had to drink cause it was new year's Eve mm-hmm. and I had a bunch of caffeine and just like you, I woke up and I was like, Oh, January 1st, man, I feel like, I think I've been pushing this off a little bit. Like what now? And I had a little bit of a panic attack and I know that I had one because we were in this like tram to get to our transport and there was a dog in the, in the tram and I picked the dog up and I put it on my lap to stop shaking. It wasn't my dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog totally got me through yeah, this ride. Your comfort dog. Yeah. Yeah. But Kim, I had one of these moments mm-hmm. and I don't normally have them. I'm sorry that happened to you. And I think the past few years, January 3rd through 8th, I typically have some sort of freak out to the point where this year on my calendar, and I wrote a blog post about this, I guess we'll put in the show notes, where I ev- I actually put it on my calendar, on my paper calendar and on my Google calendar. And it just says, it's fine. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's fine. And I wonder what that is. I wonder if it's just the daunting just looking ahead seems so daunting because we're so unsure of what this next year is going to be. I don't know what it is, but I will say what helped me last year, and and as we do, we're going to get on the bright side here soon. Last year, my kind of mantra resolution was to get out of my comfort zone more and to look for ways to get out of my comfort zone. And we did it. I mean, we put ourselves, or I put myself in social situations. I, I joined a pickleball team. And so I put myself in s- situations that scared me. I went into, you know, if if somebody invited me to go somewhere, even if I didn't want to go, I went. And I always, it's like going to the gym. You always are happy you went. There's that special sort of thrill that comes with getting out of your comfort zone. We went kite surfing. Like we did hard physical things. And it showed me all that I'm capable of. So I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to look for a thousand little ways to get out of my comfort zone. But this year, my resolution is, it's not so easy to measure. I want to worry less. I don't even really know what that means. So I I mean, let's take a second. Let's go back. Like what you're asking why it is that we feel this way. We, I mean, it is, it's, it's, we're, we're taking all of these celebrations and goals at the end of the year and then flipping them back to zero. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating with probably eating horribly, drinking horribly, sleeping horribly. And then, so it's just like perfect mix that leads to these worries. Right. And I guess like a resolution to exercise more or drink less, that makes sense because you can measure it. Mm-hmm. I'm also doing, I, we don't actually drink that much no. at all. So, no, but it, yeah, but yeah. So, but on New Year's Eve, we had more, everything's relative. Yeah, yeah. In New Year's Eve, I had two, you had three drinks. That's yeah. a lot for us. So I'm doing a dry January and it's not that hard for me. So we had already really cut back in the last year, but there's a way to measure drinking less. There's a way to measure exercise more. You can, you know, mark it off on a calendar, right? How do you measure worrying less? How do you say, like, how do you put into practice worrying less? My theory 
is that you add more. So you worry less by adding more. Adding more. Adding more. This is my theory. It's going to be more in 24. I'm going to make a hashtag. So I'm now super on board because anything that rhymes is catchy. <laughs> and it's going to work. Like if it, yeah. So if, if this was 2025, I think you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. But it's more, more in 24 so is going to work. I am... But this is going to be serious work for me. I think you are programmed. You see, like, worry is not, although you do worry, and you just described a classic anxiety moment, you are programmed to sort of go with the flow. And you don't catastrophize. Say it. Say it. Catastrophize? It, it's, because no. I, I don't God, know if it is a word, but it, it should be. Catastrophize. It's not a word, but I want to, it's a new word now. I love it. I, I make a catastrophe yeah. out of most things <laughs> in my head. But I feel like, well, if I do that and I'm and I am ready for the the bottom to, like if I'm ready for the other shoe to drop, look how I've saved my family. Look how I've helped my family by planning for this disaster. Right? Yeah. That that's the logic in my head. But if I am filling my time with more, then then I won't have an opportunity yes. to worry as much. Let's put an asterisk yeah. Next to that, I think that you just need to make sure you put a governor on the more because there is the, the possibility of too much more being too much. Yes. So the things, but I'm getting very specific about what I'm learning. Uh, what it, what you, you know. More of? So yeah. I more out of my comfort zone. I already have like a really long solo hike I'm going to take, and it's funny because I tell I've been telling my friends about it. And everybody wants to come with me. And I'm like... Oh, you rock across the the, the sand? Yes. Yeah. And and I'm not... I, I, I say, no, that's the whole point is I'm going by myself and I'll bring a cell phone for safety reasons, but I'm not going to be listening to podcasts. And I think it'll take about eight hours if I do it right. And and I may not be able to do it. I may, may have to turn around or like have you come pick me up or something like that. So I, I, I don't know physically if I can or emotionally if I can be that bored for that long but I'm going to do that hard thing but I went I would love to approach each day looking for the joy as opposed to for the, the things that can go wrong for example tomorrow I have to bring snacks for PC's basketball team and he is, or he, they, he says, just bring a tray of nuggets. Nugs, just nugs. J just a lot of nuggets. I'm just like, nugs. I don't know. Like, aren't there, there's like two vegetarians. Shouldn't I bring like bananas and bagels? He's like, I don't know. Just nuggets. So I ordered the Chick-fil-A nuggets, the tray to pick up. And my normal thinking is, oh, what if Chick-fil-A for the first time ever misses up the order? I should order really early because I have to get it there early. Like I'm, I'm like, no. I'm going to focus on the joy of these 13, 14 year old boys just shoving, you know, nuggets into their mouth, nuggets in their mouth. Yep. Like, I'm not going to worry, but, but isn't that silly? Like I would worry about like, oh, I don't know if I trust somebody else to make these and have, you know, have these on time. So I'm going to find like the joy. That's a silly example, but I'm going to try to look for the joy yeah. in a day. Right. So, so, so you saying more, I just want to understand this because I think I have not, a list of more yeah, I have a list like more yeah. than 24 more nuggets more nugget no more joy more trust I think was what you just explained right there with the with the nuggets right like you were trusting that that person oh, was going to do it yeah trust yeah. I struggle with 
But that's important. Yeah, I think. And that's great that you did that. Yeah, I think the, tr- the com- like getting out of my comfort zone has led me to trust myself that even if it goes sideways, I trust myself now to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, trusting people. I don't do that naturally. I don't. I like I wish I wish in my heart that I did. But I don't trust people to do to do things the way I would do them, to come out of a place of kindness. But yeah, so more trust. Yeah. You don't have to do it naturally. That's I think that's part of what this is. If you did it naturally, you wouldn't be making a list. Right. So. This is great. It's a good start. Can, can I hear some more of your more list? More in 24? Um, okay. Hashtag more in 24. More, Kim, twi- more 24. Copyright Kim Horst. Uh, copyright Kim <laughs> More reading. That's on mine. It is? Yeah. Okay. This one's going to be interesting. More of saying what I want to say. Not in a blank your feelings type of way. Wait not a minute. In- Why not? <laughs> No, I mean, not in a way to be hurtful, but I think that creating some boundaries around what I need is, and kind of claiming space and claiming joy, I'm I'm going to do a better job of that in work and then in my personal life especially. Do you think that's going to be specifically things that you want, or do you think it's going to be also things that you feel and vulnerabilities and things that you... I think it's going to be more of things I don't want. Okay. I think I don't do the best job of saying things I don't want. Uh-huh. I think most people I don't I don't do a great job saying things I don't want. I think most people don't do a good job. Right. Of that. So I I mean I'll I mean this is just a little inside baseball. I'm so excited. Pen Holderness. He has worked so hard on this book, ADHD is Awesome. It's going to be coming out in the spring. You're going to hear all about it. It's so good, you guys. I'm so proud of him. And we're recording the audiobook soon. And I have such a small role in it, but I'm going to be there for moral support. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. There's so many things that go into it. But I'm so prepared to be protective of you and creating a safe environment for you to record this where you can be vulnerable and I think that was the that was the best part of our book our last book experience is recording the audiobook because it, there was a technician on the other side of the glass but it was really just us and we got to tell stories and we cried and and it was so different than writing the book like when you read it out loud so now that there's all these extra voices in there I'm so prepared to kick them out of the room if it doesn't work so yeah stuff like that i can say that you've always been a badass in that sense and you've always not really no you have you just haven't you haven't always exercised it and you have to get pushed i think to a limit before that person comes out but it's always in you like i'm your best friend you share all of your feelings with me. <laughs> I so sure do, honey. Just, just so you know, I know exactly what you want. And I don't know. Want. You share it with me. I've, I feel so lucky that you've shared it with me. I can't wait for you to share it with the rest of the world. I feel very, <laughs> e- I think because I feel safe with you. Yeah. And like, by the way, rest of the world, everything she wants and doesn't want is totally reasonable. So it's going to be, it's going to be a fun little like exercise. Yeah. We went to a, we were in a crowded space in the days following Christmas and it was just, it was, I'll just say that it was a very crowded space and there were some, my hair got pulled 
like not in a way in which it was it was like somebody wanted to get my attention to get a picture with me and they pulled my hair by accident by accident I think we thought right no yeah. yeah totally by accident they meant to grab my shirt cuz i was walking past to go to the bathroom and my hair got pulled and i was like you know what i just i went back and i looked at you i'm like i want to leave and you were like i want to leave too but we had some guests in town <laughs> yeah. and so i was like how about this you stay, I leave. <laughs> and, and it worked out great. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do that. Uh, and also, um, and so this is not more writing. I'm going to try to write in some form, a journal or a blog post or a super secret book or something like that every day. Yeah, you've, you're a good writer. And so that's the, everyone wins with that one. Well, yeah. So, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to do more of more. I'm going to let the, the, the year tell me what I need more of. But if I add in all of these things, like the reading, the writing, the finding joy, um, I think that, I think that I will hopefully like kick the worry. Hopefully. I don't know. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my goal. Yeah. I, so I, I guess I think, I think it's going to help. I think it's already helped because for you, just having something to, to aim for mm-hmm. is helpful. And so a lot of times that January 2nd, January 3rd feeling is that you haven't pointed yourself in the direction that you want to point in because mm-hmm. you do very well when you have a direction to be pointed in. Mm-hmm. And these are all very good directions. I do. I love a, a rule, it, especially if I understand why the rule's in place. I love a rule. And I know there's some people who are who hate boundaries and rules. I, I feel safe within the boundaries of a rule. So that's why this, it's so ambiguous, this worry less. Like, I don't know. I, I, I want the, tell me the 10 things to do to worry less. I want that, somebody <laughs> to write that blog post for me. So yeah. And also I will say this while I'm in the topic of more, we, I am trying a dry, dry January, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm with you too. I know. I do have a dinner on this. Fr- I have two Fridays in a row in which I have girls dinners, but they don't care. They love, they, they I think they're also doing dry January. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Anyway. I'm going to do a dry, I think till like January, I don't know, something. <laughs> I haven't dry, I haven't uh, had anything yet. And I feel like way better in the morning, way better at night. But I, we weren't, yeah, I think because after the holidays we were entertaining and we had people, so we'd, we'd do, have a glass of wine. You know, you know what got me? It was the friggin' cheese. Just cheese is everywhere. There's so and, much cheese. And it's so good. It's and so good. So you get a Caesar salad and they're like, do you want Parmesan? Yeah. Do you yeah. Want I mean, it? what is a Caesar salad without Parmesan? That's it's, not Caesar salad. It's not good. It's not as good. And, you know, like every party you go to, there's someone has just carefully chopped up little like bits of dill Havarti and you're like, okay. And you just cram the oh, entire thing so in your face. Then you mix, and then after that, you're like, "Well, I guess wine would go well with that." And then it really is yeah. just a remarkable combination. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, like that's <laughs> sorry. I think we all need to admit, as a people, that we were disgusting in December, and now we're going to be less disgusting for the rest of the year, and it's just <laughs> going to make everybody happier. <laughs> we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Well, okay, so tell me more, tell me more as part of more of January. I, it, it is interesting that you have you have this desire to do more, and I know that you asked some of our friends like yes. what they want to do more of. Yes, so I went onto the Instagram. And by the way, I used the notes feature, and you guys Wait, were- Wait, Yeah, I know. It, it, so it's really cool little- it's not comments. You just well, you go into oh the notes on your phone. No, 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 no. If you go into Instagram and you can, um, we had there's notes from Kim and Penn like on the broadcast channel. You click here and like we write little notes and then and people, people read them. Yeah, and then people respond to them. And so I said, what are you going to do more of in 2024? Wait, so you it, it's basically the description. No, but, but then people reply. So, oh, but you have to follow the broadcast channel. So let me, you guys, it's, <laughs> it, it's, so there's 10,000 people on the broadcast channel. So, oh, that's like way fewer. It's okay. yeah, but that's okay. But it's like a special, a special little club. I got it. I needed to learn more about the broadcast channel. Yeah. But we had so many really sweet people who were obviously being very intentional and I just scrolling. So somebody put, I'm replacing worry with belief. And I loved that. Like, what if some, there's some blogger or podcaster at some point who has said, and I want to attribute this if I can remember who said it. What if instead of saying, you know, what what could go wrong, replacing that with, what if this all worked out? So replacing worry with belief. Like, what if it I all went? 
I love this so much. And I'm sure someone's already talked about this, but I'm having this realization for the first time. They're mm. basically the same thing, you guys. Worry and belief are, are reactions to the same thing, which is what you're not sure of. Right. Right? So belief is so much more positive. Right. I mean, you still could say, I believe that we are going to drown. But usually when you say believe, it's the it, more It's positive. a faith in a it's, something you're positive. You're talking more about like faith. Or so faith and belief are kind of the same thing. Yeah. But that there's going to be just a, a simple change of word. That's but they're all the same thing, right? It it is. It's an emotion into. So I I loved that so much that I I'm replacing worry with belief. And can you give an example of how you do that with your wording? <sighs> I think you just did. I think, yeah. I think it's instead of I'm worried that you know I'm not going to get enough done this year I, or I'm worried that I'm not going to challenge myself enough or I'm worried that things are going to be too hard I believe that I can do these things yeah. yeah and and I think it's also so one of the worries is you know we it's we're two idiots with microphones here and we run a small business and we were on CNBC yesterday at the time we were recording this it was yesterday on lovely squ- people by the way yeah lovely lovely on squawk box and it was so funny how many people watch Squawk Box. We got so many text messages. And I guess all of our friends like are way better with only your money. your dude friends. My girlfriends only had one girlfriend see it, but she's um, but she's like kind of in that space. In that space, she's in the in the, in the finance space. space. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot of people took pictures and shared it on Instagram. So thank you. But one of the anchors like, so that you must do okay with this, right? Like you're making a living at this. Her exact words were, so I'm assuming that this is profitable, which is like in code. Can you please tell us how much money? And the real answer was like, there have been very lean years and there have been years that, I mean, there was a year we won the amazing race. So like there are, so as a small business owner, it is hard not to worry especially, you know, it's election year and that gets wonky. There's, you know, the economic, it turn, like blah, and enter, you know, fill in the blank. There's always something. And so it's hard not to worry. So what if I just change it to, I believe we're going to be okay no matter what happens because we've been okay at, you know, we, we've been okay. I believe we're going to be okay no matter what happens. Right? I believe that. I've, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's, I don't know why that's in my nature to believe that, but it's in my nature to believe that. Okay. Somebody wrote, trying to enjoy the journey, even if I'm on a parallel path. What do you think that means? Yeah. Like managing expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think this is great for people who do make very specific resolutions or set specific goals or have specific things in mind that they, you know, they envision the way that the world is going to go for them. And it goes not exactly that same way, but at least moving somewhat in the same direction. Mm-hmm. That I believe is what she means by a parallel path. And if you look at it as a journey that you enjoy, instead of following the exact path that you set out to follow, okay. you're going to be better off. And I think that's great advice. This next one I love too. More outside, more hikes, more walks. I will stop the panic. If you, let me tell you. There's if, science behind that. If, if you read Comfort Crisis. Yeah, well, yeah, there's there's science everywhere. But if you are outside and you are walking, man, that's medicine. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is, that is, it's so impactful. So me, more gratitude. Being kinder and try not to go off the deep end when I feel panic. <laughs> Good there luck. You, you, I mean, but you're not alone, right? Yeah. You're not alone. Every, like, I just described panic. Kim openly talks about her panic. Um, yeah. I, I 
just so you know, you're not alone. We yeah. all feel this way. Um, playing more pickleball. I like that. Ken, you are not alone. I would, if I had my way, <laughs> there's something wrong with my arm right now where I can't go overhead as well as I can go underhand. There's like some pain and I'm using it as an excuse to specifically play pickleball for the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And it, you guys, it is mental health wise. Can I give you the mental health benefits of pickleball? Let's really hear quickly? it. Okay. It is a very fast game. You mm-hmm. don't have time to think about when you, when you mess up. Um, the culture surrounding it is very supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, people say nice shot. People say good job. We have run into a couple of people that are rule sticklers and <laughs> we're not going to talk about that right now. And, oh, not rules. Um, uh, we love a rule, not rule yeah. sticklers. Maybe, maybe call it a little tight. Yeah. It's called a little tight. Call you're calling a little, tight. A little yeah. tight over there. Um, and, and, but th- this sport will eventually weed that sort of sentiment <laughs> out because it's, it's got the, one of the greatest resets of any sport because the games are really fast and as soon as it's over, boom, you're on to the next game. And in most situations, you don't play, like, let's see how many games you win versus me. You just play a game, then you switch to another game, then another game, then another game. And the games start over so quickly that you don't have time to wallow in the fact that you just lost. Oh my gosh. So Penn and I played in a, a family family pickleball tournament. It was all like our kids played with their mm-hmm. cousins and it was all different, like, you know, levels, abilities. And, you know, we experienced some success. We won a few but there was one game we played and first of all they were not family <laughs> i love them so i'm going to give them a hard time yeah. but i'm like excuse me kind sirs how you are you related you can take one look at them and know that they were not family <laughs> uh, you are not related <laughs> i am sorry are you lovers i know they're great but we it was a at one point that our opponent was playing with his hand. It was really cold. He had one hand in his pocket. <laughs> he had one hand in his pocket <laughs> and was making Penn. I mean, he was, Penn was struggling and Penn is really good. I'm not that good, but Penn was struggling with it. I was like, friend, could you please just pretend you're working hard, please? <laughs> to play us. Yeah. To me, he's like, I don't know, my hands just kind of cold. I'm like, oh my, he, it, it was really funny. We got our butts kicked. But to your point, it was funny. We were smiling was... and laughing the entire time. I think it's just the culture of it. And as much as I love tennis, and it's probably my tennis might still be my favorite sport, if you just go into the depth of how much I care about it. There's they don't always have that kind of culture where you can just relax and laugh if things aren't going well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one's from Sarah. Take more time for hobbies that aren't work related. I love that. Yeah, for sure. I, in fact, I would go as far as to say that if it is work related, it's probably not a hobby. Yeah, it's not. If you're, if you're, yeah, it, it, the financial motivations need to be removed from it. I'm not going to read the username on this one because it said drink more vodka. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you do you as long as you're doing it in a safe way. Right. I don't know anything about this person. And one of the beautiful things about resolutions is none of them are wrong because they're yours and they're subjective. And maybe this person has a gluten sensitivity and she found a good gluten-free vodka. See, I love this one from Jenna. Call friends just because. I love that. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I might do that too. Just like more connection yeah. and did, calling. I'm going to tell you as a man, I did that like two times last year mm-hmm. and it, it was crazy how like I, the, the, both of them texted me afterwards like, man, thanks so much for calling me. We don't I, do that enough. I have a friend and she... It, it, we, we just celebrated our one year friends anniversary and I love her so much. So, but she's a caller and, um, and she, the first time she called me, I was like, Hey, is everything okay? She's like, yeah, just checking in. And we had a 30 minute conversation 
And it was the most refreshing, wonderful. And last night she's like, hey, just checking on you. Do you have time for a talk? And I was like, I called her right away because she's just so easy. No agenda. No agenda. Just like chit chatty. It was so great. Okay. Did you actually celebrate a friend's anniversary with this no, person? No, we should have. I, I no, texted because, her. Because then I need to reach out to her boyfriend because it's my friend's anniversary with him and I like him and a lot And yesterday too. was his birthday. Okay, I'm going to call him right after this call. Yeah. Um, uh, Marina says, more dancing. I love this. I want to dance. I want. Maybe I'll take a dance class. <gasps> I would like that too, if I can come watch. No. I like a good dancer. Here's one from... I'm not going to read the username just in case. More debauchery. <laughs> yes. More, more. Right? More is more. I just, I guarantee these people are older or younger than me. Because like more debauchery when you get to be 50 is like. Uh, Staying up till 930. It's, yeah. Also, it's just like a 12 day hangover. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, this one says, let go of the stuff I keep holding on to that I don't need. I wonder if that's physical or emotional. You I mean like weight? No, 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 no. Oh, like, oh, items. Items, items. or. Oh, yeah, it could be all of it. All of it. It's very, that's a that's a good one. I will say my mother is planning on moving in this in next year, and she's going through and sort of. Downsizing? Yeah, and so yeah. she's kind of clearing things out, and she said, she said yesterday, I'm so mad that I'm doing this for strangers because they're going to try to stage the house and stuff. I'm so mad I'm doing this for strangers and I never did it for myself because their house already feels lighter and flows better because they're getting rid of things they never used and won't Uh, use. And so like, why would you do that for strangers and not yourself? That Marie Kondo was onto something. (laughs) (laughs) Did did she like, did she thank her blankets as she, knowing her to them before mm, she threw them away? uh, She's always very respectful. So probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. What do you want more of, Holderness? I mean, I'm gonna, I want to read more. My sleep hygiene like went back into binge watching. I think toward the end of the season, so I need to kind of reset that. Mm-hmm. But I have like I have a pretty specific goal. It's it's we can talk about it in a different podcast if you want to, or we can talk. Let's about talk about it now. now. I, so you talked. You mentioned the book that is coming out. I writing a book and living a book are two very different things. I just want to say that out loud. You you tend to write the book you need. Yeah. Right. That's what authors say. You write the book you need. Yeah. And, and I want to like, I, it's so, it's also funny. I have to go back and reread it because it, it took so long and I'll, I'll be like, Oh yeah. Well, there's so much I, research in it. Yeah. So you're quoting research from dozens of people. hundred percent. So it is, you know, it, yeah. N- nonetheless, I, I, I'm obviously very familiar with it, but but I guess what I mean is I'll go back through it and say, oh, I I did not follow that correctly. I did, I I forgot about that. I was feeling shameful about myself, and I forgot this about my brain. I made a commitment in this book, and I said I would make a commitment to do all of these things, to live with and thrive with ADHD. I don't know if I'm doing that right now, and so I like I want to take this this thing that that I that we wrote that you helped me write. And I want to, I want to make it a part of, you know, even more intense part of who I am to the point that if somebody asked me anything about that book, I could give them a really good answer. And if someone asked me to sit on a stage and talk for an hour about it, and I could inspire people to live a better life because they now understand what is going on in their brain. I want to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. I would like to, I would like to take a deep 
dive into what I'm failing on when it comes to this book that I just wrote, mm. which just means, which means just going over it and like thinking about everything over and over again. And then also if I can get to that point, like finding a way to help others outside of just reading the book, maybe using our platforms, maybe using videos and podcasts or, or lectures or something. I, I just think it's like the one thing I discovered upon writing it is that it's really, really important mm-hmm. and it's out there. And there are millions of people who don't understand that they're not broken and there's no need to feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. They're different and they're not different in a way that's bad. They're different in a way that is wonderful. Yeah. So did I answer? I didn't really answer your question. Well, so what you're, you're, you have, you're in what most authors do is they write the book they need. Yeah. And because it, so many parts in which you're, it, the parts that you're not quoting an expert read almost like a journal. Mm-hmm. And so it oftentimes you go back and you reread your journal. You're like, Oh crap. I said I was going to do that. And I didn't do that. So you want to abide by all the lessons you've learned, but kind of put them all together and try to live the thriving with ADHD life. And it doesn't have to be perfect, right? No, that's a big part of the book is that being perfect doesn't exist. But, uh, but I want to, I really want to try my best. Mm-hmm. I think that's, um, a, that's a big resolution to me. Yeah. And what is that? So as I said, my resolution lacks any specificity. What are the, are there any specifics that you can come up with? Like, what does that look like? I want to, I want to hear a story from someone about something that happened to them that made them feel shame because of their ADHD or because of what happened with their brain. And I want to be able to explain to them through my personal experience, which I think I'll be able to do pretty easily, but also through science and like not necessarily through medicine, but I mean through like understanding what's going on in the brain and through also like psychology, like the people who explain behaviors and emotions to be able to navigate that person through that and say, I think this is what happened to you. It's so funny because what I'm describing is I'd like to become a psychologist. I know. I was just going to say, um, you have to be careful and, not to like toe I don't, the line. No, I don't. I don't want to do that. Like I, I can't do that. I don't, I, can't, I don't have time to go to school. I don't have time to do any of those things. But I just, yeah. It, there's a line, right? There's a yeah. line between like dispensing medical advice and then, and right. sympathize, providing empathy. Okay. So thanks for asking me that question. Cause I think, I think I just gave a 20 minute answer and we can just delete it all. And I can tell you really what I'm trying to do. I don't want to be a psychologist. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a, a scientist. Um, I want I, I want to learn what my role is going to be with this book moving forward mm. outside of the book. Like so, what an can, advocate. What can I do to help people w- once the book is out there? You. That's what I. That's what I want to do. You want to become an advocate for people with ADHD. Yeah, but I want to figure out exactly how. Yeah. So I think that means. Because you have microphones and a platform, you get to use that. Yeah, I want it to be funny too. Still, right? Right, and yeah. it will be. And the book is funny, and it's and it's written. It's it's so well written. But I would say that you have the opportunity to get into rooms and spaces where a lot of people don't have access. Yeah, 
And so you get to use these microphones that are in front of your face and shout from the rooftops, all the things you just said, which are your brain is different, but it's not broken. It's different in a most wonderful, wild way. And you get to change the narrative on that. And especially, and I love this stuff you talk about with women because women and girls are historically underdiagnosed. And minorities. And minorities. And minorities are, are underdiagnosed and and for that reason overlooked as, you know, space cadets or they have behavior problems or and something. They, and shame immediately follows. Immediately. When that happens. And it's always, honestly, a lot of times they're underdiagnosed because of social stereotypes. Right. Right. Like minorities are, this is so sad, but minorities in schools are, oh, bad parenting. Oh, you know, just, you know, bad egg. Yeah, it's a bad egg or that sort of situation. Yeah. And, and women, yeah, well, this is like, we'll, we'll get into all this, but I think there's so many important conversations, but because you're like a middle-aged white man, you get invited to a lot of conversations and that is the privilege that you need to use to have these conversations to advocate for people who can't and so i think that's i'm excited for you well, i'm excited to watch yeah that was such an adhd way to get there I no it wasn't like honey no we had we had never really had no. the conversation so you got there and i'm you know i'm excited to see you on stages and in places talking about this and i'm going to carry your little water bottle and I'm going to be so excited I, to be your hype gonna, man. I think you're going to be there with me on stage with me. Uh, I don't need to be. I, I, I think that I can talk to people about what it's like to partner and parent with this. But and I think that's important. I don't mm -hmm. I think there we've already gotten messages from people saying I struggle with ADHD and I need my husband to read this book with me. So I know that there are couples and parents that are going to not be diagnosed that are going to be reading this book. So I could be that person. But I think that yours is the most important voice. And I'm excited. I'm thrilled for that. Um, anyway. Thank you. Wow. This was a wild ride we went on. So more in 24. It's a t-shirt, babe. It's a hashtag. It's a t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do more of in 24? I want to hear about it. I love reading about people's promises that they make themselves and how they. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Get there. You, you inspire me. And we love you. 